97X, the future of rock and roll. That was the latest from Parquet Quartz. We also heard from the A-Ponies from their Some Stupid with a Flare Gun album. And things got started off with New Order and Blue Monday. Uh, today at noon, it's the All Request Dave. Business Lunch with Barb Abney. Dave. Yeah. No, hold on. No. Barb is coming up today. If you're working today or thinking about uh, working, give us a call. We've already got a request for some Afghan wigs from Blanchester. Uh, some Afghan wigs from a guy from B-Town, and then someone emailed from Minnesota for some wigs. So wow. that's coming up today uh, at the All Request Business Lunch with Barb Abney. You know, um, normally this is the time where I interrupt you and remind you that we're not actually on 97X. Yeah. We're just in my basement, a.k.a. the Party Dungeon, doing a podcast, 97X from Links from the Big Bush. Yeah. But I, w- I actually want to hear that set, so let's do it. Like, let's, <laughs> let's make it happen. Because right, Afghan wigs... It's going to be the all-request business lunch for everything. I haven't figured this out yet. Yeah, no, it'll be good. Actually, though, you have conjured up Barb Abney. The much-anticipated Barb Abney appearance on the podcast. How you doing, Barb? <laughs> I'm good. So how many Afghan wig songs do we have time to talk about today? Yeah, I know. <laughs> As may, well, we've got two Bella Lugosi's worth is what we have. Yeah, our our oh, okay. role so is is about twenty minutes. Yeah, we have a you named you, you know your Bella Lugosi. I, if anybody would know Bella Lugosi, you, is it a sustained ending? Is it a fade or is it a cold ending? I can't remember. It is a it is a fade. Okay, a good fade. to know. Good to know. And we also uh, now have a uh, website as well too. Yes, yeah, so ninety seven xbam dot com, and if you want to email us. It's 97XWOXY at gmail.com. We welcome your cards, your letters, and, uh, of course, your sponsorship gifts. As well. Yeah. (laughs) So, Barb, run down. When did you start at 97X? I was hired in April of 1994, um, but at the time, I had um, just started a new job at a restaurant and I was trying to work out my schedule, so Phil had me come in random overnights. And so it took me about six weeks to actually get a official air shift. So I didn't really start on the air until June of 1994. What was the restaurant? The National Exemplar in the Marymount Inn. It's on Wooster Pike. Oh, yes. It's fancy stuff. You were making some good coin there. I was making some good coin. It was always interesting driving. I worked, um, started off as Friday overnights, midnight to 6 a.m., and then I did Friday and Saturday. So I would work overnight there and then go to at the X and then go work the restaurant job from 7 until 3 p.m. And then my weekends were, you know, once you're in radio, you realize weekends are nothing. They mean nothing. So... (laughs) I don't. I don't remember many people coming in for interviews, but I remember you because you were the most well dressed person ever to come into an interview at ninety seven X. You had some sort of blouse that went up to your collar, if I remember correctly. Um, oh you, my god! Do you remember that? Yeah, I have pictures. It was. I mean, it was the nineties, so it was all like this silk white blouse and flowy white skirt with a paisley pink vest. Something I probably only wore one time but i do still have pictures of that day uh, so I, I i don't know why i remember that but because most people were wearing you know just something they found on their bedroom floor and would roll in <laughs> and that's including the employees except for doug and his electric factory concert sweatshirt that he wore every other day oh my god why oh, do you have a picture of that scene. day why did you know it was like hey i'm getting this gig so take a picture of me i want to preserve this moment for history 
I just wanted to look like, you know, I, 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 I every other um, interview I'd ever had, I dressed at least pseudo professionally. And Phil had told me, you know, dress casual. And so I did look like I was going to the, um, I don't know, the VIP section of Lilith Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well said. All right. So, so run down your your tenure at ninety seven X. You were there from ninety four, um, June ninety four, and then um, in February of ninety eight, I went full time. Okay. And I worked overnights full time, Monday through Friday, and so then I got off the weekend, and then. Um, um, Memorial Day of 98, they're like, I think it was Tina that was leaving middays. Yeah, yeah. Tina Christina. So there was an opening. And so they moved me into middays. It was, uh, it was 10 to 3. I, yeah, it was 10 to 3. Yeah. And then I stayed there, you know, through <laughs> both of the shutdowns of uh, 04 and 06. I was 10 to 3. You, you have them as years, kind of like, you know, it was the earthquake of 06 and the hurricane of 04. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it was bad. Then you, you landed <laughs> on your feet running, though, in, in Minnesota. And, and, and tell us about your, your career uh, up north in the land of the north. Um, well, I guess I'm most well known for losing uh, two jobs in 18 months up here. But um I held on to the first one for eight years and the second one for a year and a half. But, um, you know, it's, it's been great because the signal that they had at, um, I, I lovingly refer to it as the other C word because I feel like I've earned that, but it's 89, three, the current. And I worked there from, um, October of 2006 till January of 2015. And then two days later, I, was I uh, gobbled up by a commercial station. I'm like, well, they just kept throwing money at me. I couldn't say no. Mm -hmm. And they said, we'll let you play whatever you want. You know, all the promises that I didn't quite get on paper, you know, um, because I was just like, oh, I don't have to move. Okay, I'll do this. And so I went to work for them. And I, I mean, commercial radio does suck. And having seen it from that side, I can say it even more so like that. Oh, well, you'll you can't really get into the programming yet because we've only got one person with access. There's only one computer. So you're not going to be able to schedule your music. But if you want to sneak a song or two in, you know, on top of the deep cut of Weezer, which was Beverly Hills or something, um, it was awful. It was awful. Uh, Commercial alternative music is just I mean, it's awful. So this community station in town, I had promised my daughter that I would let her graduate from high school, which is next June in Minnesota. So I am here for another year, and I don't know where I'm going after that. But right now, I have a morning show Monday through Friday at KFAI, kfai.org, if uh, you want to listen. It's, it's, I am able to play whatever I want, and the only um, uh, caveat is FCC compliance. The only caveat is you can only play six Afghan songs an hour. That's <laughs> like I said, they, they've capped you at six Afghans. I, I, I'm usually really good about it. I'm usually, because that's expected of me. So when I do play an Afghan Wigs related song, mm-hmm. there's usually, you know, a reason. It's like, I don't know, um, 
oh, somebody went to jail. Well, you know, there's this Afghan wick song called What Jail Is Like. I have to, you know, weave it in. Uh-huh. Um, but I usually only play like one a week just because I think it's expected of me. Now, do you, do you do, try to get some Twilight Singers in there too then? Do you slip some of that in? Oh, there? absolutely. Okay, I thought so. Absolutely. And Greg's been on, you know, a handful of other projects like, you know, there's the, the Gutter Twins with um, Mark Lanigan from Screaming Trees. And then um, he he's done a little work with Low Fidelity All-Stars and with um, the Mighty Fine up in New York City. Right now, he's, if I'm not mistaken, the band are out, minus the drummer who is out on the road with Rack and Tours. But um, the rest of the Afghan wigs are out in the desert working at, um, what is the ranch that um, Josh Homme records? Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, they're all out there, so I'm really excited for what's next. And then when is the restraining order lifted? Oh, we wanted to know. Is that, is that in June of next year, too? I was just checking. Yeah, I thought you were going to say, oh, and I have some old uh, voicemail recordings of, that I got from Greg's answering machine, and I'm going to play those next hour. I honestly, you guys, I am so respectful of his space. Um, I wait till the very end of the line to be greeted at every show that I go to. Um, You know, I usually all talk to Patrick and John and stuff, but I'm I'm very, I'm very well behaved. So have you ever thought about writing a book? Yes. Oh, really? Of anybody I know that worked at the station for all those years, there's a handful, and you're one of them. Uh, Just because, number one, you're so beloved, uh, especially on the boards. uh, Thank you. You you were so, you were, you know, WXY, I think, to many, many people. Um, So, so your just your experiences in radio is 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 very unique. I think you should write a book. It is my plan. I'm. like I said, I'm reshuffling my life after my daughter graduates from high school and, you know, just going after the passion projects. And I can eat soup, but my kid won't eat that seven days a week. <laughs> Even if it's like so, the ramen with the extra flavor packet, those are pretty good. Oh, and she hates ramen. I know, it's crazy. She's going to go off to college and she hates ramen. She's actually talking about going to UC. So I'm like, well, I mean, I could go home. Whatever. Yeah. I haven't decided yet what what my journey is going to be, but I, um, I do plan on doing that. I have you guys when the station and Oh six, when we were moving locations, Doug basically said, okay, I've got all my stuff out of there. Anything that's not nailed down, you can take it. And Shippy and Mike took a few things here and there. And I was like, I took a carload home every day and it's, you know, it's made a couple of moves with me and I've, called the herd every now and then but i have dozens of autograph posters and all oh, the tchotchkes from that case in the front there's so many of those hoover phonic blue wonder power milk bottle i have that wow um the frontline assembly assembly magic eight ball i've got it but there were a t-shirt and dave i don't know if it was you or phil who started it but it was a 97X t-shirt that I think got water or something poured on it at a festival. And so it wasn't as good as new because it had like a little stain on it. Mm-hmm. So we just started having artists autograph it. That was actually that during, I started that, but it, that, I'll give that to Kathy Lucas. She's the one who came up with the idea, but continue. 
I, I have that in my basement. Wow. That's I also got some have signatures. you remember the notebook? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I I wanted nothing to go away. I had a bit of a nervous breakdown. You know, it was like if I'm not Barb with 97X, who am I? Because yeah. it was, I was so passionate about it, and I couldn't imagine ever being as happy. And I don't know that I ever have been um, but, as happy as I was then. But you, you can make people happy. We, you know, Damien has started the website. <laughs> if you got photos of that stuff, take take some, you know, go through it and send it to us because we want to post that online. Yeah, any and sure, all of it sure. at 97xbam.com. So you've spent the, the past 25 years, really, like a, a quarter century in radio. And it sounds like, yeah. you know, once your daughter graduates next summer, the future is kind of TBD. Yeah. I'm, And that's kind of fascinating, uh, exciting, and, you know, really scary all at the same time. I may go back to school. Hey, maybe I'll do college radio. I don't know. <laughs> hey, go back to school and do college that's radio. Right. That's a yeah. great idea. I think that's funny. <laughs> and maybe you can stay in the same dorm with your daughter. She'd love that. <laughs> The future of rock and roll. Ah, the phone. It must be one of my fans. 97X. You, your idea of getting the station, you know, to continue the, the spirit of the station is, 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 is very impressive. I, I'm impressed by the way that you've uh, kind of carried the torch of 97X. Oh, thank you. I've just, it was... What a weird little thing, right? We were given so much freedom, and but we were taught, you know, so many ethical things in radio that don't happen on radio anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to put two restaurants in the same commercial break, or at least not back to back. You're, you know, you're not ever going to go on to the air and say, I hate this band. And you can dislike a song, but you don't have to tell the world about it. And those things, you know... You don't talk bad about a listener on the air. And I've always, you know, just those ethics in radio aren't on the rest of the radio dial. Without the listeners, like one hand clapping. I remember that, too, from the adages. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes. I think I read that while I was in the bathroom once. Really? That's where I read it all the time, too. Some good reading. Thanks, Doug and Linda. For, for those of you who didn't work at the station, the other 10 listeners, uh, so Doug and Linda had adages, or he called them baylogages, that were just rules for business and for life. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think they were recently posted on a Facebook group, and, and they do hold up. Mm-hmm. Like, they are things where it's like, you know, like, watch your bad attitude and, you know, mm-hmm. come in and do hard work and you'll, you'll succeed. But the thing that I appreciate about that bathroom is after you read that, you could look in the door and it had the SSDD, same shit, different day oh, sticker. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we covered it all in that bathroom. You learned life. It in was the yin and yang. And then there was the other bathroom, which had the three foot tall beetle from the mezzanine album on the ceiling. And I cannot tell you the number of times I heard people shriek when they walked in there. I that must we, have been the executive washroom. I don't think uh, Dave and I were allowed in no, there. We didn't have a key. It was the one right off the lobby. Yeah, I never, I never used that one. Nope, nope. I, oh. I, I, I started the station when it was just half that building, and so that was the only bathroom I could use. And I, in fact, it made my skin crawl if I walked into that other section of the building, except for the lobby. That was kind of cool. Besides that, it, it, I stayed in the back. <laughs> you know, now that you mention that, I do remember that when I started. 
you know, um, the, the door did lock so that the part-timers couldn't get to the full-timer side of the building over there right. uh, to the offices. And uh, so I, I didn't know, you know, what was over there until I went full-time. Like, I, I would just go in the other, you know, the little patio door by Elvis yep. and walk in there. And then, you know, the keys to take the garbage, you know, out were there. My last day, I grabbed all the keychains with those keys on them. Fantastic. See, I'm glad you did that, Barb. I'm glad you did that. I probably look like a klepto as I walk through that building every day, just like, well, I'm going to take this. Uh, Chevy, Mike, you want this? No? Okay, I'm going to take this. It was, I just, I, it was keeping it alive. And then, you know, the other, I guess the bad part of that, which I think every program director that's had to deal with me um, since then is, you know, the Z list. Once, once a song has had its lifespan, you know, it's retired, you know, maybe it was there for new tunes Tuesday for a week and it, you know, it, it just didn't work, Yeah. but I fell in love with it. Like the laptop song. I'm so happy you failed. Okay. Um, I, oh my God, that Z wall of Z was like my Mecca. I, I hated it when it would be like, well, we're going to get rid of some of these. It's like, no, it's the backbone. It's the foundation. It's that weird little eccentricity that somebody's going to call and say, hey, do you have a laptop? I'm so happy you failed. You and, and I, um, you and I have the same I attitude. I took a lot of heat. Oh, you and I had the same attitude. We, when you started there, for those who aren't in radio for the other five, uh, we had categories like Young Seed, Core, Ultra Core that you'd play. Of course, an Ultra Core would be like a band like The Cure, U2. Uh, uh, a core band would be like Red Hot Chili Peppers. And a Young Seed might be a Trip Shakespeare. And, and, mm. and what we would do is some programmers would not let us play as much Young Seeds so I would always revolt and play more young seeds. And it sounds like you would do the same thing too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I somehow found a way of playing Apotheosa So Fortuna off of that rave on disc, like almost weekly. I was trying to think when I, when I was there, I was, I was at both ends of the spectrum because I was there when it was a really freeform station in 88. Mm -hmm. And I saw when it tightened up during some other, some other things, you know, and, and I think I opened it back up to be, try to be a pretty good mix of both. I mean, that, mm -hmm. it's almost impossible to do, but I was trying to do the best that I could uh, so we could have some sort of semblance of, of reality, but you know, we want to we want to make you know our listeners happy, but I want to play a lot more music than what we're doing. But it could be a point where you go too far in that too. So that's a hard thing to do. There was, I think, was wasn't the quote from you like um, once they got played on one of the other stations, then there was no reason for them to be in our rotation any longer. That wasn't attributed to me, but I, I did have a, a strong feeling with that, and I hated it when when a, a band that we would have the first four albums are would suddenly be on EBN. It used to bug me. <laughs> it's kind of like how the Fountains of Wayne's like fourth album was, you know, the one that got them best new artist. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I love it. Well, we are at uh, Double Bella. Yeah. So I think we have to wrap it up. It, it's fading out now that I remember. Yeah. So, <laughs> but Barb, please send us those. I'm dead. Send us those, some of those photos, if you don't mind uh, pulling out those memories. And, and if you start the book, uh, go back and listen to all the podcasts, because we, we've, we've got 15 or 16 under our belt so far and talked to a lot of different people. 
Yeah, actually, we talked oh, well, to Shiv, Dave. and he, Shiv said he still has, I think, some probably less the paraphernalia and more of the documents, uh, called it the archives. So he has like all the incident reports where all of us got, you know, reprimanded for playing a song that wasn't on the playlist. But, you know, between his stuff and your stuff, I mean, we've got the makings of a 97X museum. And it could be here in Damien's basement as well, too, if you'd like it to be. The party dungeon. Happy to do it. Let me just uh, (laughs) move the uh, treadmill that we haven't used in six years. Yeah, I we were going through some of those when we found that a letter, a handwritten letter from Mama Deal to the station thanking us for p- playing the Breeders. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was the big deal. I don't what 97X meant to people was like reaching out and like touching people. And it, it's a beautiful thing. And I'm glad that we still have the ability to do that. Uh, the touching thing was good until Matt got that lawsuit, and then it, then we had to we had to take that away from touching people. But that that's okay, a different now, that's a whole different podcast we'll get to later. Yeah, sledge touches is different. I get it. I feel you. <laughs> speaking of, thanks sledge, for having me on, guys. Oh, loved it. Uh, speaking of uh, sledge tonight on XCD, it's going to be the new one from Cake Fashion Nugget here at ninety seven X. Ninety seven X. The future of rock and roll.